These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A report was prepared for the coroner after a man died in a three-vehicle crash at Rathmines on Monday. Sergeant Dave Rose from police headquarters said a medical episode may have contributed to the accident. Well, just after 4.30 yesterday afternoon, police and emergency services were called to Dorrington Road at Rathmines and that followed reports that a car had struck a power pole. The driver, a 65-year-old man, was treated by paramedics but sadly died at the scene. Our initial inquiry suggests the man may have suffered a medical episode. A report will be prepared for the coroner. On Monday, the state government said the Hunter region is set to benefit enormously from Friday's announcement of the Snowy Hydro sell-off. $4.2 billion will be invested in rural and regional parts of the state, and it's believed a large chunk will be spent on the largest regional economy in New South Wales, the Hunter. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott MacDonald, said Premier Berejiklian made a deal with Prime Minister Turnbull to ensure the money would go to infrastructure and transport. Productive infrastructure, he called it. So that's really about developing the tools that you need for your economy in the years ahead. So better connectivity for your transport, so businesses can move their goods and services around. That'll be one of the key ones we're looking at. Obviously, we're doing a lot on things like M1 now. A three-year-old boy underwent surgery following a dog attack at Mayfield on Tuesday night. Police have confirmed it was a Great Dane which ran from a nearby home and attacked the boy who was riding his bicycle down Antill Street around 6.30. The child had to have part of his ear reattached as surgeons worked to remove bacteria from the wounds to his face, neck and upper back. Detective Acting Inspector Geoffrey Little said the boy's mother and sister were with him at the time and it was traumatic for all involved. These, are, these matters are very traumatising for the children uh, and the family, I must say. And certainly children are particularly vulnerable to attacks by dogs, by their new size. And certainly they suffer uh, or can suffer serious uh, physical and psychological injuries. And unfortunately we've seen in recent days, as you suggested, uh, even death. Around 400 residents gathered on Tuesday night for a meeting about the erosion crisis on Stockton Beach. To their dismay, a representative from the Office of Environment and Heritage said they've been aware of the erosion issues since 1995. It was revealed East Coast lows are stripping away a metre of shoreline every year, battering the Mitchell Street rock wall and leaving residents worried about the future of their beachfront homes. Newcastle MP Tim Crackenthorpe said changes to erosion hotspot criteria haven't been removed, making it difficult for council to secure state government funding. I had my staff attend in my absence due to my parliamentary duties and they were uh, informed of the current status of the state government and local council's action on this particular issue. The new legislation hasn't been enacted so it's very problematic in terms of the timing of this government trying to uh, get a solution. So they're really dragging the chain on this. On Thursday, Walls End MP Sonia Hornery called on the Minister for Roads and the RMS to release data justifying a speed limit reduction for Thomas Street, Newcastle and Griffiths Roads. From this Sunday onwards, the current speed limit of 70 kilometres per hour will be reduced to 60. The RMS said it's because the roads are some of the most dangerous arterial routes in the state. However, the MP requested to see the figures behind the decision. Sonia Hornery said she wants to know what speed people were travelling during crashes along the road. The only information we have received from the Roads and Maritime Services is that it's about the fact that crash statistics are too high along that area. We all know, those of us who commute daily, it's a really congested road and I guess my question to the government and the Roads and Maritime Services is what are the crash statistics, at what speed are people crashing?
A new milestone in the fight for a review into the Newcastle bus network was reached on Thursday with 10,000 signatures collected on a petition. Local Labor MPs made the announcement following months of failed attempts to get the Transport Minister to recognise community outcry over timetable revisions. Its expected Parliament will debate on April 12, while another public rally by the fixed Newcastle Buses Group will take place on March 18. Charlestown MP Jody Harrison said the signatures represent the culmination of months of bus patron disappointment. Our buses are just not working. People are constantly still coming into our offices, contacting our offices, saying that buses are late, buses aren't connecting properly, buses just aren't turning up, buses aren't providing the kind of transport that people need. So we will continue to raise this as an issue. We have a rally coming up on, uh, on the 18th of March. And in sport this week, former Newcastle Jets striker Andrew Naboot signed a two-year deal with Japanese club the Red Diamonds on Tuesday. Naboot told NBN News there were mixed emotions, especially with finals around the corner for his former team. This is a huge opportunity for me. It's something I've worked towards my whole career. Um, I've always said Japan's the, the pinnacle of Asian football and um, to be able to not only go to Japan but to go to the biggest club in Japan is a massive dream come true. On Wednesday, Knights coach Nathan Brown dismissed any ideas Mitch Barnett might not be fit for round one action. Brown said he's only been out on a precaution. No, he was fine. Look, Barney probably could have played against Parramatta. Had it been a competition game, he would have definitely played, but being a trial, and we just felt there was no need. And if he's played enough games now, Barney will know what's required, and I'm sure whatever he does, he'll only improve. Despite the loss of two of the Jets' potent front third, the club put itself in the enviable position of welcoming back Ronnie Vargas and Pato Rodriguez on Thursday. The two South American imports will slot straight in when the club takes on Wellington next week in the split round. Veteran Ben Kantorowski said in previous seasons the club wasn't so lucky. But in previous seasons we haven't quite had that same depth or we've just had just a real unlucky run of injuries. So I think even with the injuries and suspensions and whatnot that we've had this season, we've, we've come through it pretty well. And on Friday, the Maitland Pickers celebrated a landmark 30-year sponsorship deal with Club Maitland City. President Frank Lawler said the deal secures the club's future. It just means that we can plan to living from year to year that we can actually start to plan for the future and um, yeah, just put some systems and structures in place that can see our juniors come through and, and long-term stability for, for Maitland.